0: From a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. and everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Alright,
1: alright. <laughs>
2: <Let's>, <laughs> Let's keep it clean. This is a family show. No need to drop that kind of language, even if it is in Shriwook. It's Wookie Week. Let's give the people what they want in English, please.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back. We will actually not do the entire show in Shriwook. Despite my best arguments, this is a show that is Proudly part of the Uteni Podcast Network. It's a Star Wars books podcast for people who own the holiday special on VHS tape. They just aren't quite sure where they put it. It's around here somewhere where we celebrate our rich <laughs> EU history as well as dive into lesser known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by my legendary co-hosts, not Freddie C, because he is in uh, snowy Ohio right now. Man, that guy gets around. Mm. But we do have the queen of the Wookies herself. <laughs> Emily Daybeck.
2: Queen of the Wookiees. I like it. I like it. I'm going to put that on my business card. Um, I do wonder, how do you make that noise? Because I've never been able to make it.
3: Oh, Is man. Is it like a
2: back of the throat? Like, where do you place it to make the noise?
3: That's uh, yeah. like a hotly Let's, let's hotly have our producer, our, our producer, Rick Grace, explain mm. the, uh, the linguistics of how to make some good shuriwook sounds.
2: Yeah, please do. I'm curious.
3: Okay, I'm here. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, um, the first step is, uh, like, you make a tone, and then you kind of bring out a a roll of the tongue.
2: That was amazing. Uh, You said it,
3: Chewy. I'm a nerd, okay. (laughs) That's great. Well, we have Emily, we have Rick, and we also have a special guest tonight that is... That is uh, true. Everybody, I said we've got the hairiest, the scruffiest, how do I describe him? The scruffiest guest ever in the history of Legends Look Back, and that is our <laughs> video editor himself, Oz Davis.
4: Hey! <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly what I'm doing here, but I think Jared just knew I owned this onesie, so he brought me along
3: for, for Wookie Week. Um, but I'm glad to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled to have you. Here's the truth of the matter. All right. I was sorting through the Utini Celebration archives, trying to find the video of when Emily's daughter had this very heartwarming encounter that Corey was describing Monday night on The Living Force. At Celebration, a a kid dressed in a Wookiee costume came by the booth. uh, Emma Grace went out, hugged the kid. It was very sweet. I was looking for some sort of footage of it. I didn't find it. What I did find was Oz in the Wookiee onesie at the booth <laughs> making this face a lot, and I was I like, "Oh yeah, that. you know what? We do need a guest host for a while
2: I mean, Freddy's out." So, does it welcome. say heartwarming? Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Oz. Oh yeah, You're just a hey, warm and surprisingly, ball this was life. like
4: this was the closest anyone came to cosplaying at. <laughs> well, I guess Jared, you did. Uh, you did the running. Yeah, come on! Yes, I made okay. my own costume. Yeah, so the two of us, it twelve dollars. <laughs> we we <laughs> were really We were really bringing up the Utini representation.
2: <laughs> oh, it was awesome! And for those of you who don't know, Oz is like wicked tall, and so it's just like <laughs> this absurdly tall man in like what looks like a pajama, like <laughs> I don't know, like a not.
3: It's a onesie. Yeah,
4: it's a it's a onesie. It's sure. you can get it at Target.
2: Yeah. So it? It's just home. very funny. Cause also, it's like, that looks like a s- child's pajama, and yet there's a very uh-huh. tall man inside. Yeah.
4: Oh, for the record, I'm 5'11 and a half. I don't even crack the six-foot mark, but I do appreciate <laughs> the compliment. <laughs>
2: Well <laughs> Like a mean, half
3: inch taller than me, and yeah. uh,
4: automatically <laughs> I'm, a skyscraper. I'm wickedly tall, yeah.
2: and I think everybody else on the show. So I'm pretty sure We're, that yeah. constitutes as Peter Mayhew tall. was what
4: like seven, eight, or something like that.
2: Okay, not that tall, yeah. not legendary tall, but like you know, wicked tall. There's like yeah. a There's now, a scale. We'll
3: we do so want to give a, uh, a shout out on the episode here to uh, to Peter Mayhew. That is mm-hmm. right the the actor, the late great who played. um Played Chewbacca in the films and uh, do want to, of course, um, give him a shout out because none of this would be possible without him. Brought so much life and character to, um, to Chewbacca and, of course, to the Wookiee species as a whole. Um, I do want to go ahead and uh, comment, Rick, on the fact that in the spirit of one-upping me always mm. here on Legends Look Back, You've won up Oz with your Wookiee onesie. I specifically yeah, asked Oz to be on the show because of the Wookiee onesie. <laughs> well, you didn't and then you showed up in one anyway. I didn't know that was like that was and, the thing. Well, and yours has a face on it, huh? Yeah,
2: wow, yours kind of a face. face. No, Please. mine's. I need a close up of that.
4: one up Oz. Well, mine's immersive, so I have, I have my own face. But
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 okay, that's good. There
2: like, oh. you go.
3: So, um, nice. I will say mine. Uh, it must have shrunk because it doesn't fit very well. Oh yeah, like, it's riding up big so time. Crazy. There's like
4: yeah. there's my arm clearance.
3: Uh-huh.
4: I'm not gonna get my feet out for you, but they look the same.
3: Yeah. Well, it's it's uncomfortable to wear. I do have uh, my own little Wookie costume of sorts Uh-oh. to show off. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. I don't know. Wait. I've got two things. <laughs> okay. One, cheers. Oh my, uh, my Very koozie. nice. That's right. Nice. My Wookie koozie. Just water in there. Don't worry. And then. Uh, something else down here. I'll find it eventually. Here we go. Aha. Uh-huh. I had to. What are you I couldn't get my feet in the frame for all of you. Never mind. Uh, but I <laughs> could. I, I couldn't go, you know, Wookiee Week without showing off my very favorite piece of Star Wars clothing. I have Chewbacca slippers. Mm. and Those they've gotten, well ratty. They've gotten a little bit old. <laughs> a little well scruffy, worn. I, I guess. A little scruffy. With
2: holes in the bottom, Jared. I, no, With it's holes. like...
3: That's something else. Yeah, it's a hole. Okay. Um
2: <laughs> Those anyway, are great, actually. As
3: they as they get older, um, they kind of take on more character, I feel like. Don't you think?
2: You know, I agree. I actually had a pair of like alpaca fur shoes at some point in my life that had holes in the bottom. And they looked a lot like that, actually, but they were like real animal fur kind of thing.
3: When I uh, would take the youth group in Massachusetts, a uh, big group of us, we'd go out to all the Star Wars premieres, like every, I think every Disney-era film so far, they would have a costume contest, we'd go get pizza afterward, and then I'd always have like a nice Star Wars poster that I'd acquired from somewhere or something, because I'm always getting them. Um, I would wear these, this was my costume, I would wear my one of my Star Wars belt buckles, and then these. These have been to multiple Star Wars premieres. Nice. That is I mean, so, Okay. Golden That's right. Bolt. So give it up for the slippers. I'm very excited about this episode. We've got some great stuff. Uh, we specifically want to give a shout out to our boy, Freddy. Freddy, who even when he was on the road and out of town, sent in a video anyway. So Freddy is making his presence known, and I'm very excited to hear what he has to say. I don't actually know everything that he, that he has prepared in this video, because uh, my internet gave out about halfway through watching this earlier today. So uh, let's, let's hear what Freddie has to say.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Freddie C. If you couldn't tell, this is not my studio. This is not a green screen. This is a vehicle. Uh, reason why? I'm in Ohio for work right now, and it is freezing outside. It's about uh, 27 degrees, light powdering of snow. You can kind of see a little bit of uh, ice on the window right now turn this camera yep definitely opposite of kashik so uh hello oz first of all welcome to the show i love the be uh it's not a beard sorry it's it's like a half beard (laughs) what do you call that thing a mustache a mustache please keep the mustache as close to that mic as possible we all want to hear it anyway as a true professional i wrote four facts about the home world uh not just about Kashyyyk, but really about Wookiees and just behind-the-scenes stuff. Really cool things uh, that I could dig up right off the bat that I feel like everyone would like to hear. Or maybe not. You may you may not want to hear this. And, uh, yeah, here we go. Number one. Why isn't it five, by the way? Oh, it's freezing. So four is all you're going to get. Uh, number one. <laughs> the Death Star. So, so the Death Star was originally... George Lucas had the intention to uh, have the Death Star... S- revolving around the planet of Kashyyyk using Wookiee slave labor uh, for the building of of that Death Star Uh, instead (laughs) mainly because of the outcome of that I I don't know if George wanted that blood on his hands Uh, they moved it to Endor and we never got to see the slave labor we we, you know we've read it in books and whatnot comics Uh, but yeah so that was that's number one number two 1978 Holiday special. What's significant about that? Well, it's the first time we learn about the planet Kashik, uh, and it's it's interesting because that leads into number three, which is uh, <laughs> the 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 script had Kashik spelt K A Z O O K, and that was the script for the holiday special. So that's like what Kazook, 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 something like that. Uh, and it isn't until 1979 when uh, there was like an untitled newspaper comic that mentioned uh, Kashyyyk with two different types of spellings, one with three Ys, another one with two Ys. Uh, so we get the first, the first visual there. And number four, Timothy Zahn. He didn't know that, that the Wookiee homeworld had a name already, and he planned to name it Kroro, <laughs> <laughs> which is spelled R-W-O-O-K-R-R-O-R-R-O. Uh, And he got shot down from that idea. And then he he tried to pitch an idea of, well, let's just name that in the native tongue. He got shot down from that one again. Uh, Mainly because Rwokoro might not be that easy to say. Well, that's been it. Uh, Not sure if I mentioned this already, but I hope Oz's mustache looks absolutely fantastic tonight. (laughs) Jared, hope you're doing well. Emily, hope you're doing well as well as well. Uh, and Rick, keep it, keep it moist.
3: (laughs) There for a second, I thought he was going to leave you out, uh, Rick. I know, I was, I was worried for a second. I (laughs) I guess I'm supposed to be
4: closer closer with the mustache. I'm
2: happy to (laughs) say the mustache is is here. Is this close enough, Fred? (laughs) I feel it brushing.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Clearly, I left a very specific impression on Freddie during the week we spent together. Apparently.
3: <laughs> well, I am very excited for us to get into the episode. Freddy has started us off on a hairy foot there. I actually had none of that information. I didn't know any of that. So thank you, Freddie. That's fantastic stuff. I especially loved your pronunciation of the Wookiee homeworld, which I will not attempt to say here on the air. Kazook. <laughs> we'll just stick with Kazook. But I like to imagine Freddie, a Californian, or Arizona, you know, he's, he's lived in the Southwest most of his life, being somewhere where it's snowy. It's kind of like in The Force Awakens when Chewbacca turns to, to, to Han Solo and then, you know, is cold, shivering, and um, Han Solo says, what, you're cold? <laughs> That's kind of how I imagine uh, Freddie in the snow. <laughs> so we miss you, buddy. Can't wait to see you here in a few weeks. Next up, why are we doing Wookiee Week? We totally skipped over that. Why? Why would we do an episode all about Wookiees? It is a very significant holiday in the Star Wars universe. One involving different robes and or onesies. You guys know about this? Yeah. It's it's today, right? What is? Life Day. Which is what, Oz? (laughs) This is not in the notes. Wookiee Christmas? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, here first so, Life Day
3: it originates in the holiday special in 1978 right. Shout out to our buddy Steve in the chat Who says he, I almost said, was there He was not there, he was not on Kashyyyk He was, however, at home Watching the holiday special live on November 17th, 1978 Ooh. And I love that, that's fantastic yeah. it, it is, It's been recanonized recently, which is exciting Well, uh, not the, the whole thing let go. Little... Well, no, no, not the holiday special. Life uh, day oh, as yes. a tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's some stuff that will never live to see the light of day. <laughs> well, We'll get there.
2: Is the original posted on Disney Plus? I have to know.
3: No. Only... No, they buried it. Just the Boba Fett section.
4: <laughs> is, that's available. Everything else you have to buy off some some ski's really? ball yeah you
3: can you can watch it on on youtube i think last time i checked it was there yeah
4: i mean the internet's a big place you can find it
2: yeah okay cuz i was considering making it part of my advent tradition but i Definitely. feel like maybe it might not be the most in keeping it's, with that you know,
3: it's just not I worth it. <laughs> you gotta not really. it you got to watch it you got to watch it by yourself because <laughs> by
2: your, oh yeah i mean for sure it
3: it causes a lot of introspection you have to wonder <laughs> you know am i my really understanding what life's about afterwards, that's for sure.
2: Okay. I'm looking we, we, forward to that.
3: We literally lost Jared. Okay, Annie's back. There's all a right. book that was just published. I'm trying to find it. I My collection's too big. Um, it is. You've, you've not seen it. Come on.
2: Well, I was thinking as you are showing off your shoes, I was like, I wonder which of his belt buckles would go best with the shoes <laughs> on the premiere days. But then you said you didn't wear the belt buckles on movie premieres because No, no, I have.
3: It? I've rotated them. Yeah, oh. I've, I think I've worn them all. I There's a book, The Life Day Treasury. Oh, yeah. And so there's ah, actually yes. a, there's a story in there about... There we go. Oz is going to the shelves. Oz got cried the collection back there looking great.
2: Look how tall um, he is. Look how tall. We're
3: about to see <laughs> he Oz He can't is, hear us. There oh. it is. His hindquarters and his onesie. Yeah, okay, my bad. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The Life Day Treasury. Oz, see if you can find what pages these are on. They've got like a illustration in here, right? That well, well it's, it's on the, the back Christmas cover. Day. There's one. Look at oh. that. Man. You get four. Explain to the good folks what we're looking at here, the audio listeners.
4: Oh uh, well, we got the back cover of the Life Day Treasury art by. Uh, I can open it and find out, but uh, that's Chewy's family uh, that I think Jared, you've got information on all of them. Uh, I assume off the top of your head. That's art we'll by. get there in a second. Grant Griffin. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually a really cool book. Uh, there's a few of these, but the Life Day one is maybe the best. I mean, yeah, like it might be. You got fuzzy, snowy Ewoks.
2: That's right. I remember hmm. when the art for this was released.
4: Hmm.
3: Nice. So, what if I told y'all? What if I told y'all that this week, as a last-minute spur-of-the-moment idea that didn't pan out, unfortunately, hmm. I went around to all of my local stores—Walmart, Target, Walgreens, those sorts of places—looking for red snuggies in order to wear one live here on the show, and I was gonna, you know, like put a flashlight under a snow globe or something and do the, the life day thing. And instead I'm wearing my retro, uh, I almost said onesie. What have y'all done to me? The hoodie. hoodie. (laughs) So anyway, legends look back onesie. Onesies are like a hug, man. It's like wearing a hug. It's nice. I can't say that I've worn one since, you know, I was uh, a baby, (laughs) but you remember that they were soothing, right? Like you have that core memory in there somewhere. Do I? Anyway. I do. Uh, happy Life Day to all who celebrate. Somebody this morning, our buddy JG, who's here in the chat with us. Welcome, JG. JG said, wait, hold on. Did y'all plan Wookie Week on the same day as holiday special on purpose? And he specifically said, and I quote, that's a big brain move right there. Now, I was kind of thinking this was one of the worst ideas I've ever had in my entire life in uh, a uh, Uteni-wide crossover event called Wookiee Week. S- subtitle, like Shark Week, but scruffier. Shout out to my wife for that one. Mm. But in the words of JG, this was a big brain play. You know what else is big brain? Wookiees. So, lead us <laughs> off here. We're going to talk about Chewbacca in Legends. We're going to talk about the Legends Wookiee Hall of Fame. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there's something else. So I, I had to ax the stupid game. I went off in search of... Uh, y'all know about these books? There's the books that have the little buttons you press that make a make a noise. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have them? Do you have the Wookiee one? No. There's the Wookiee one? There's an R2-D2, a BBA, and a Wookiee. So it just makes a oh. Wookiee sound... When you press it? No, the
2: one I was seeing of is like Paw Patrol. And that
3: one yeah. okay. seriously Patrol disappeared ones, in the middle. I've got the How to Speak R2D2. My kids love this. That's
1: pretty cool. Ah, it's I got, think I have that one.
3: That. It's I got the, 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 the buttons down here and you press them. <laughs> and it makes a, makes a noise. So There's 10 different options. And then each page explains what the noise is. And gives you different use huh. cases for it. And they have one called How to Speak Wookie. I never bought it. You know why? Why?
2: Because you already knew, obviously, flawless, (laughs) fluent, impossibly perfect.
3: I, like Han Han Solo, was raised by Wookiees. Um, No. Naturally. Here's the reason why. Because there is no language called Wookiee. The language is called Shuriwook, and I found that canon breaking in my mind. Mm. Therefore, never bought the book. It was a 2011 publication. I searched inside and out, backwards and forwards, up and down, all the different uh, bookstores in my area this week, looking for one, could not find it. So, We're going to need a time machine in order to achieve mm. the stupid game that I wanted to play, so we won't. What we will do, however, is uh, give the full... Uh, Rick is over there in the background looking to see I'm, if he can I've got the figure sta- out how to the speak. sounds Wookie. of Star Wars. Move yeah, along, it's okay. We've it's got like... plenty to talk about here. Let's lead us off with the... Legends history of Chewbacca, starting with the behind the scenes stuff. Uh, who wants to lead us off here? Oz, you are, after all, our special our our special guest. Tell us about Chewie's legends origins. Yeah, all with, right. Uh, with Ralph McQuarrie.
4: Um. Yeah the the great Ralph McQuarrie, who pretty much like the more you learn about Star Wars, the more you realize he did, I think, all the heavy lifting at least when it comes to design. Uh. You look up any ship; he probably drew it first. Um, that includes Chewbacca, at least in the early forms. Um, and he said, "We've got a quote from him: uh, When we started out, George was looking for crafty lemur eyes, little rubber teeth, a frightening visage." Uh, we've got, Ooh. yeah, we've got an image there. Um, then Ralph softened, yeah, Ralph, we're on a first name basis. Um, he, he softened the features, uh, made an homage to Lucas's Alaskan Malamute, Indiana. Uh, Indiana Jones reference there, uh, who famously sat in the front seat of his station wagon looking like the faithful co-pilot. So that's how he became uh, Han's co-pilot in The Falcon. Um, And as you may know, if you're looking at the design there, it's not quite what Chewie ended up looking like, but they took inspiration for that for Zeb when Star Wars Rebels rolled around. Um, So you can see a lot of his early inspiration in Rebels... And Mandalorian, they're still using his art to this day, um, but that's how that's how chewie came about.
2: That's so beautiful,
3: cool. well yeah. said. yeah. well done. What if I told you that I kind of think that original Ralph McQuarrie chewie looks like if Chewbacca got hooked on meth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Chewbacca yeah. got hooked also on meth? in the top right. So, or left, depending on... Are you looking at my screen? Am I looking at your screen? The the There's the two Wookiee black and white concepts. The, yeah. the one on top kind of looks like if there was an offspring between a Wookiee and uh, like a guinea pig. Okay. It's a little plump. That's all I can tell is that it's plump. It
2: looks like an Ewok. Yeah, it's it's
4: definitely
3: closer to where we ended up.
4: Yeah. And
3: I love where we ended up. I All said right. this last week. They actually, uh, I might have said it in the chat or somewhere, but it ended up on Living Force that I believe the defining feature of Chewbacca is the mustache. Mm-hmm. Peter Mayhew had a mustache that he refused to shave. <laughs> Wait, no, that that is not his real mustache. So, no, they doctored it up, but okay. the mustache was not a part of the original concept. And so they had to work it into, <laughs> into the design. And I think it really makes Chewie... Shine, don't you? Hmm. Oz awesome.
2: has a mustache.
4: Yeah, official. I mean, what?
3: I'm, I'm struggling.
4: I'm looking at the picture there. The whole thing's a mask, right? Like, how is that his?
2: Yeah, I'm confused. I thought it was a mask. It's- Listen, like- I'm <laughs>
3: spouting legends that I have off the top of my head that uh, I didn't okay. research ahead okay. of time, and you're just supposed to believe it. I mean, I could see them maybe taking
4: inspiration from, I don't know. Uh, it's a great mustache, though, to answer your question. Yeah, you're, you're spot on with that. <laughs> your, your your history, you. I, I, <laughs> we don't hey, believe you. Jerry. Maybe you're, maybe you're right.
3: Well, you know For what else is it? sketchy? Help us
4: out,
2: <laughs> okay,
3: yeah. What else is sketchy, Rick? <laughs> Chewy's pervy family in the holiday special. Uh, yeah. I didn't think what? you're actually going to say it, but you did. You had it in the notes, man. I'm going to read whatever's on there. And now, Emily, you've not seen this, right?
2: No, and I'm, uh, like, scared to a little bit. So, yeah. yeah, Emily, Chewy, what
3: if I told you that I recommended you to the Star Wars archives when Trevor reached out to me a few days ago asking if I would like to come on the show to do a holiday special commentary track?
1: Oh, and my word. And I
3: said, I think a better recommendation would be Emily, who's never seen it before. So oh my my, they'll be in touch. They'll be in touch. Okay. All right. So take tell it, her about take, it. it. Take, take it over, Rick. All right, yeah. So um, <laughs> Chewie has some family uh, and the holiday special that we we meet right away, and it is so uncomfortable. It's so so fun. His wife, Malatobuk, aka Mallow. His son, Lumpawaru, uh, aka Lumpy. His dad, Atta <laughs> no. aka Chunky. Is it Chunky or Chunky? <laughs> it's Chucky. Chucky. Well, it's neither. Chucky Junior or Itchy. So let's look at some some photos. Itchy. It's it's itchy. I was joking. It says JK. I... Lumpy Yeah, itchy. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought it was uh-huh. Chunky. <laughs> or chunky, that's uh, thumb wars or something, right? And
4: Chucky's the little doll with a knife. Yeah, I know. Nope, okay. No, no, right. I don't want that devil stuff in my house. Uh-uh. I'd rather right, have Chucky than what see. we're
3: about to see. Do we have any, we have a photo of Lumpy? Anybody else? Uh, I think we just have Lumpy. I don't know that the world needs to really spend a lot of time with Chewie's family. No, no, you really need to look up his dad and watch some clips with... Uh, Itchy in there because that will change your life, man. But uh, here's Lumpy for you, everybody. Yeah. Oh my my gosh, he's cute, man. I would adopt him at the kennel if I was like, you know. All right.
4: right. Adopt him at the kennel. (laughs) The kid that played him actually—that's his real mustache.
3: (laughs) That was fantastic. Uh, Uh, Nick, you're about to be upstaged by Oz's dad (gasps) joke. I know.
4: (laughs) I will say I have I watched I've seen it. I watched it once, uh, my senior year in college, so that was like ten or twelve years ago, and I've not seen it again. But it has stuck with me these these characters because I mean
2: those, you're not gonna forget that it's a trip. Also,
4: oh, Emily, you think what we tried at the beginning of this podcast was long? The whole thing <laughs> uh-huh. they they speak <laughs> no. in sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's a thing.
3: solid it's a solid fifteen minutes of nothing yeah. but Shuri, and Lord. there's no uh-huh. subtitles, no
4: subtitles. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, it's, it's a mm. that's rough. It's, beautiful
3: exposition. It's employment.
4: real avant-garde stuff. It's <laughs> wow. you just pick it up through the context, the
3: emotion. Oh so yeah. to to the defense, okay. one, it does really read like a 70s uh like variety special. Drugs. Oh, straight up. And so it, it fits within its context really well. Secondly, <laughs> uh, Emily, as a content creator, somebody who has to fill the interweb void. With an hour plus of content each and every week. You can understand, like theoretically, we would never do this. We couldn't even get through 15 seconds of it. You can understand why George would have them do 15 minutes of nonstop Wookiee dialogue because, you know, clock's ticking, it it eats up the airtime. Not buying it.
4: Yeah, and so then it goes from Shriwook to then. Who is it? Jefferson Starship. There's a performance. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. A VR performance of just a, a real pop group. There's no Max Rebo. It's just like an
3: actual band. There's a lot of singing. There's a lot of singing. It's it's the closest thing no, to a musical. I don't want to watch yeah. it. Yeah. There's, a it cook, really there's a
4: cooking easy. segment. That one's pretty
3: fun. There is a cooking a segment. A cooking
2: the, segment? What uh, in <laughs> the world? Yeah, that? and
3: I'm pretty sure Mark Hamill was, I think he even said himself that he was on something for that. I know he didn't enjoy it. Yeah. He was embarrassed. Uh, and you can tell both Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill are are uncomfortable. Uh, Carrie Fisher, however, really used it as her 15 minutes of fame. She got to sing. Boy, yeah. did she sing. Mm. I, I also will give a defense for both the cartoon, which is pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. there's the segment where Chewbacca, no, Boba Fett literally spanks the dinosaur. So that one's okay. a great moment. But then, great. I'm serious. It is really funny. And yeah. then secondly, the uh, the cantina. There's So they recreate the Mos Eisley cantina. And it's got some different aliens. It's really good. Oh, I didn't even remember that. That part didn't stick
4: with it's me. It's
2: really good. It it's, does not describe any of what I just
4: it's the. It was the dad watching the adult entertainment that stuck with me.
3: That's... <laughs> and, and we do have Scooma Joe in the chat demanding a clip. And we're going to move right along. So... Um, <laughs> We're not going to talk any more about uh, about Chewie's family. However, Lumpy <laughs> does come back around a few times in Legends. Hmm. Um, they kind of redeem him a little bit. He he doesn't want to be called Lumpy anymore. He wants to be called... I am not 100% sure if this is true. I, I looked it up, but I didn't write it down. I think he wants to be called Waru. But as soon as I say that, I'm thinking about the, you know, the big cube from the Crystal Star. <laughs> so that may not be right. Anyway, Lumpy's in Legends, and they Mario do a little, bit more, all. a little bit more character growth with him. <laughs> also, if you're bored, Itchy's Wikipedia page is like a novel. It is extremely long for that Oof. old Wookiee. Now, does he show up in other stories, or is that just Lumpy? I don't remember a lot of him. So, someone but wrote. Obviously, he's in enough to fill up like the longest I Wikipedia mean, it's, page. I mean, it's the Wook.
4: So, it what do you expect?
3: Father Wook, man. It <laughs> absolutely is. All right. Uh, so, Emily, tell us about Chewie's greatest hits in Legends. We're just going to roll through these pretty quickly and we're sure. going to get into the Hall of Fame.
2: All right. So, Chewbacca cosplays as the bounty hunter Snuva in Shadows of the Empire.
3: Any of y'all have the Snuva action figure? Uh, I don't think so. I know we at least have an image of this. I think it is one of the coolest things that happens with Chewie in Legends. Mostly because, you know, he doesn't really get a cool outfit in Return of the Jedi. right? So
2: it's his opportunity for shoulder pads is what I'm hearing.
3: Hey, Dasher and would like a word. Does he have glasses on? It's it's like a...
2: It looks like a cyborg eye. Like a third eye.
3: Amazing. Yeah. Okay, what else we got?
2: That's a lot. Anyway, uh, he takes Leia home to meet his family in the Thrawn trilogy. I remember that part. He also spends a lot of time babysitting or protecting the Solo kids. Um, wounded and protecting them from kidnappers in the Crystal Star? He gets Yeah, he, like, sacri-
3: he like sacrifices him his body to try oh. to save the Solo kids. There's an epic image of him. It looks like he's been wounded on the battlefield. Ah, out there mm. on the internet somewhere. I don't know if we ah. queued it up or not. We've got a lot of Wookiees to look at tonight.
2: Yeah, we do. And then, uh, spoiler alert, cover your ears. Mm-mm. He dies on CERN Pidal in Vector Prime. Uncover your ears.
3: <laughs> there you go. There's your <laughs> gesture. Yeah, Chewie's death is one of the most iconic and divisive moments uh, in all of Legends. It's so rad, though.
2: It is. It was Ooh. he burned to death?
3: What, you think it's rad, Oz, that he died, or this image itself is rad? That, the second part. I mean, everyone dies,
4: right? And if you're going to go, yeah. go with a moon landing on you. That's
2: right. It reminds me of Kanan, how he goes and like, troubles. Uh, okay. Jared, oh, help me. Sorry. Except for it
3: was I like how we do years earlier. Yeah, we
4: do a spoiler for the 30-year-old book, but, but <laughs> not
3: for the more recent TV show. I
4: mean,
2: whatever. It's been out. It's you a legend
3: they, they nice show. <laughs> they did a great job detailing the ramifications of Chewie's death in Vector Prime on The Living Force Monday night, so we're not going to go into too much deti- into too much detail last night, other than to say that he got, uh, Bob Salvatore, R.A. Salvatore, got a ton of blowback from fans, to put it kindly, death threats even. Right. And so, you know, I... let's just not do that to our authors for their storytelling decisions. Hey, we got a Snoova! All right!
2: Look at nice. that. Nice. Beautiful so out of focus but so oh furious. there it is mm.
3: looking good holographic snuva 3 dimensions <laughs> um, if anybody has an extra let me know i would love to complete my line of shadows of the empire action figures so far i think i have luke in that weird red body armor did you not and, end up
4: uh, getting that Shizor that that you saw with oh uh, no i've
3: got Shizor, trust me
4: the the un mcgregor Shizor.
3: i did not get the ah, the being choked Shizor, but i <laughs> What? I do have the the traditional Shizor action figure it's and
2: choked
3: Shizor. Yeah, at celebration there was a. It's a long story.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: It's a Prince Put Shizor back pocket. piggy bank of when he was being choked ah, by Darth Vader, and I'm ninety nine percent certain that is what you and McGregor pulled over to look at at uh, the booth over there by us.
2: I didn't remember the choking part. I just you well, just told me the Shizor part. You know, that's good it's, to know.
3: It's part of the story. There it is.
2: All right, moving so, right along.
3: If you know of more of Chewie's greatest hits from Legends, please let us know. Honestly, underutilized in Legends. After having reviewed and done some research, I, I think his death makes a great impact. It Shows the stakes of the New Jedi Order. It shows that nobody's safe, and uh, you know, just just it makes you hate the Yuuzhan Vong. I mean, it makes you hate them. Mm. They killed Chewie. I mean, it makes you hate them. Mm. And like then when you had this.
2: And Harry Potter.
3: Yes. Spoiler alert. Uh, and then <laughs> and then you've got to sit with the Yuzhan Vang for another eighteen books after that. Eighteen? Yeah, plus oh the short stories. Is it the first right book in the series? That. It is, yep. Oh, the very okay. first book. Ooh. Yeah. So it's not that big of a spoiler for the series because it's the very first one. That's true. And it made like national news. But I I even about... yeah, I heard about it and I wasn't reading Star Wars books when it came out. That's right. That's right. All right, have I ever told you my Vector Prime story? Feel like you're about to. Oh, you better <laughs> believe it. All right. So, I was reading this, might have been 2012. It was late at night and um, I was right at the part, you know, where Chewy bites it. And I don't know for a fact if Chewy's death made me sick or if the pork loin that I had for dinner made me sick. But I'll tell you this much, I have never been able to eat sage-encrusted pork loin ever again.
2: What a very specific aversion.
3: Yeah. So, also, Chewie's, you know, I, I think that at least in some part, I had a visceral, a visceral reaction to Chewie's death. So I was physically that sick, was it. ran to the bathroom, and uh, you can fill in the details of what happened next. So that wasn't a joke when they said that on Living Force the other night. No, very true. It made me physically ill. I tweeted about it. I tweeted, you know, I just got to the part of Chewie's death and uh, Vector Prime, and it made me physically sick. I hate this. And uh, I'm, wow. You know, something like that. Peter Mayhew himself responded to me. This was was 2012, 2013. He responded to me with, the Wookiee lives, and I quote. The Wookiee lives. Here's my theory. He had already been contacted, about coming back for The Force Awakens. The timetable adds up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Episode 7. I don't think I had a title at this point. George was trying to shore up the main cast of characters before he made the sale to Disney. This is right shortly after the Disney sale. I think he already knew that Chewie was back in play for the new movies, and he gave me, personally, (laughs) Mm -hmm. a small hint of what was to come.
2: Mm -hmm. You are so important. Imagine
3: if we could have had
4: that as a Utini exclusive.
3: Right. Oh man, I we, know we basically did. I, I think we we can claim it <laughs> retroactively. <laughs> so, we can absolutely. Yeah. So. I didn't pull up the Peter Mayhew image, uh, so let me let me get that. Here's there he is, Peter. Shout out to Peter Mayhew, Mister Mayhew. Him. Is he sir? Did he? I, don't, I know. don't know. The late great. We'll call him that. Yep, that works. Absolutely. So let's move on to the Legends Wookiees Hall of Fame. Leading us off is the Wookiee with a speech impediment. From the Thrawn trilogy. <laughs> Emily, I think you should take the honors on this one.
2: What in the world?
3: There's not much you, to say.
2: <laughs> Ralra? Is that how you yeah, say it? You yeah, you've got to try to Rallra. say it. like. like, like
3: yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah. Like, so that That's awful. You did Please great.
2: I'm not going to listen to this episode. Add that
3: to the mixtape.
2: From, uh, <laughs> from the Thrawn trilogy. A Wookiee with a speech impediment. Sure enough, you heard it right. Who serves as an incredible. Incredibly uncomfortable translator for Leia on Kashyyyk. Why did they put a never mind. I've got questions. We don't have time for them. Do you have the clip? Uh, but <laughs> is there a clip? So
3: it's one of the most famous clips from Legends Look Back. We played it on our one hundredth episode just uh. recently. When we were doing our round table of the Thrawn trilogy, we played an actual oh, clip yeah. from the audiobook. I'll I'll throw it in the Discord. And it is unbelievable. Shout out to Mark Thompson for going for it. <laughs> <laughs> he had no choice. So, and also M- Timothy Zahn for yeah. writing this. It, it, it works on a narrative level of having a Wookiee who speaks in English-ish, but to the Wookiees, that's a speech impediment. Like to be able to speak basic, right?
2: Oh, okay. See that you should have added an asterisk.
3: Well, to but that. can and he can he speak Shriiwick at all? I don't. No, I don't so it's understand. like it's like
4: if you know if I'll, I have a speech impediment, everything I say is in Spanish. Like that doesn't really
3: make a lot of sense.
4: <laughs> it's it's, so it, it, it's an
3: entertaining clip for sure. <laughs> it is. Uh. So the Wookie says, "My name is." <laughs> you know, it's this long. You know the Wookie names; they're long. They've all got the nicknames like Itchy, and it's like. But you can call me. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it's one of those things that it's one of my favorite moments in any Legends audiobook I've ever listened to, ever. And <laughs> like if we ever get the chance audiobook moment. If we ever get to to do a full length interview with Mark Thompson, which we have in the works, it's Ooh. absolutely one of the questions that I'm gonna bring up is what was that like? How did you keep it together? And would you do it again? <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Oz, yeah, take yeah. Dulana for us.
4: Yeah, uh, I'm bummed I didn't get Ralra, because that was the, the that was the main one I was hoping would be on this list. Since all uh, man, all my Legends watched. information comes from this show, uh, which again, like I said, I don't know why I'm here. I have not read much Legends, but there is Dulana, uh, a much easier name to say. Uh, that's the Wookiee widow who raised Han in uh, the Paradise Snare. Um, do you want me to keep going? They're, the yeah, way you've got a bullet every, here. Okay, tell yeah. Tell
3: us everything you know about Dulana. Yeah. that you're learning right now.
4: Hey, I read ahead. Um, so we've got Dulana. She is a cook aboard uh, the Trader's Luck, captain by Gareth Shrike. Um, she taught Han basically everything he knows. I think we can assume that. Um, and she's the one who discovered Han's last name, worked a little different than just making it up in the solo Which movie. I
3: wonder, I wonder how she would even communicate that to Han, but that's neither here nor there. Like, How do you communicate a last name in Shiriwook
4: I mean, I've always wanted that too. Just you know, Hans, like, what's your name? And like, oh, Chewbacca. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs>
3: oh, I know.
4: <laughs> let's not think too much about how this there's works. There's got
3: to be an alphabet. Surely there's a Sri Rook basic alphabet, you know. A- I mean, it's gotta be. B- oh, Maybe it's G- like
2: Cyrillic, oh. where like if you know, you know, and the rest of us are completely clueless. I mean, if
3: only I'd bought that dang book ten years ago.
4: <laughs> and while we're at it, why does Kashyyyk have three Y's in it? There's like That's an I know. Excellent we question. didn't have to do that in ba- anyway. Um, and so then Dulon ended up saving his life uh, by sacrificing. This is a spoiler. It's a oh, spoiler. What 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 book are we spoiling here? Is this still Paradise? It's Snare? like.
3: It's like in the second chapter of the Paradise. All right.
4: So uh, she sacrificed herself to save Han. Um, Not as epic as getting a moon landed on you, but still very noble and and the big ramifications for
3: the story. Absolutely. Shout out to Dulana. Dulana is a real one. I would love to take the next one, Rick, because it's like my favorite character in all of Legends, unless you want it, Rick, in which case I probably still want to take it. Go for it. it. All right. Uh, Lobaka from the Young Jedi Knights, is also in the New Jedi Order, uh, a little bit here and there. Lobaka is Chewie's Jedi nephew. L- uh, with, like, the, the black streak in his hair, he has a crimson-bladed lightsaber. Before it was, like, really set in stone that only the bad guys have the red blades, right? Um, Lob- Lobaka has a, an affinity for mechanical tinkering. Was like, you know, okay. really good at fixing stuff and, you know, making, uh, like, STEM. Is that a thing? Like yeah. The sure. Robotics in school? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, for me, in Arkansas in the 90s. Shocking. But they do it now, so that's cool. Uh, Loey is his nickname. <laughs> Loey is BFFs with Jason and Jaina Solo and Tenelka Joe on uh, Luke's Jedi Academy on Yavin 4 in the, the Young Jedi Knights books. They're like this little posse of the pack of the four of them actually the five of them because he wears a translator droid as a belt buckle i mean come on yeah it's like a mini c-3po called mtd and he wears just like the head like this tiny like a a, a, a condensed (laughs) imagine like an ipod nano c-3po
1: wow
3: and wears it as a belt buckle. So it's like the five of them, because the droid totally counts. Mm. And they're all up to hijinks and chasing crystal snakes and all that good stuff on uh, <laughs> yeah, before, And um, then, after that very nice, innocent introduction, there's a book called The Diversity Alliance, which I feel like has not aged Ooh. well. Yikes. So I need to come back to it. I'm very excited. In The Diversity Alliance, Loey briefly joined an anti-human cult. That seems oh, kind of on brand for the title though,
4: right?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say was the cult called the Diversity Alliance?
3: <laughs> or, yeah. I <laughs> mean <The yeah, non-diversity laughs> well, is that a spoiler? You know, diversity is I, I would consider it a good thing. Like it makes the world a better place. Hot take. Uh yeah, <laughs> yeah I think like diversity, like it's good to expose yourself to different kinds of people, uh different yeah. viewpoints, you know, in terms of uh, Say the four white people. <laughs> <laughs> Race and gender and all different ways of having diversity, religion. I think it's good to expose yourself to lots of. Anyway, to have and to have a cult called the Diversity Alliance, and like that's a bad thing, you know. Oh man, kind of an issue. That is interesting. <laughs> kind of an issue, but he comes back around. And his friends, his friends rescue him from the cult, and that's cool. Just in time for him to get sent to Jedi detention in the Dark Nest trilogy for doing some naughty things with the colleagues what? in the bug books. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Emily, you tried to read the bug books.
2: I started to, and you told me to stop. That's I would recommend, I scared.
3: I would recommend reading the new Jedi Order first. Anyway, in the bug books, uh, all the young Jedis go off and do naughty stuff with the bugs, and they get sent to Jedi detention. And so then, like all the books after that, they keep referencing it. They're like, hey, where's little Baca at, by the way? Oh, yeah, he's still off serving his time on that moon out there in the middle of nowhere because of all that bad stuff he did. Anyway, it's hilarious to me. What did he do to the bugs? <laughs> oh, you don't want to know, man.
2: <laughs> he still it's, won't tell me. I've been on this show for over a year, and he still won't tell me. It's ex- and I'm scared to look.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's extremely questionable. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, can I have I'm a tangent scared. real quick? Absolutely. Please do. All right, save us from the bugs. Yes, the bugs are gone. This is a book I've referenced before. This is Star Wars Galactic Phrasebook and Travel Guide by Ben Burt, None other. It's the sound of Star Wars himself. And there's a chapter, no joke, communicating with Wookiees. Mm. And it goes on to talk about the different categories, grunts, barks, wah-wahs, moans, whimpers, trills, (laughs) snarls, and growls and it has some getting started to speak in shriwook open your mouth lock it open and try not to use your tongue at all in forming sound no <laughs> lips either what? all sound emanates from the back of the throat let's start with a casual conversation no tongue no lips i got it <laughs> 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 Yeah, I think this uh, needs to be like a Patreon goal where Rick yeah. reads the, the Shriwook section. Please. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of phrases. You wanna to count to ten and Shriwook? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Th- there's there's more coming. Don't you don't you fear. There's a whole conversation to be had. All right, tangent over. Wow. I'm so glad that you p- did you just like have that in your mind that you needed to go get that book off the shelf? Well, I wondered. I know that when we talked about like uh, huts when we're doing the uh, the Han Solo trilogy, and there's so many hut like lore. I remember I referenced this book because it had a had a chapter on Huttese. I was like, I wonder if it's got a Shriewok section. And sure enough, it did not disappoint. So
2: can I just say Rick is a dang wizard when it comes to Star Wars reference like nonfiction. Yeah. He is like the go-to guy. Like no. and then you like you and Freddie have definitely got the, the non well, the fiction aspect down, but Rick is like the non-fiction man.
3: Trevor is my well. hero, so someday maybe I'll be like that guy.
4: Uh, Trevor you got, is your hero. You got hero? a niche Oof, man. Goodness, uh, I yeah. see it. Right.
3: <laughs> That's a big competition. Uh, no, yeah. no competition, no t- competition. T- today in the Discord, somebody was asking about uh, the new Wave of Essential Legends Collections, which, which we're going to talk about on the next show after Thanksgiving, the new Wave of Essential Legends Collection books, which features Dawn of the Jedi into the, bo- into the void. <clears throat> Dawn of the Jedi into the void. And somebody was asking, hey, does that have an audiobook? And I said, yeah. It even has a short story at the end. And as soon as I said that, I like, could feel my inner Trevor like, coming out of me when I had... I just, like, couldn't contain myself until I said the thing about the short story. Anyway, shout-out to Trevor. If you want more Trevor content, tune in to the Star Wars archives this weekend for their very special Patreon bonus episode, a part of Wookiee Week. And I know I can't wait. So, let's get into a handful of more of the uh, the Legends wookie hall of fame this time we're talking about video game characters we did the book characters we talked about lobaka talked about dulana and ralra i mean ralra right and so now we're gonna get into the video game characters i rick would love Lidas-
2: to take one
3: of these i'll take Lidas- the next one okay okay rick lead us off with zalbar all right so zalbar from knights of the old republic um so let's see <laughs> He is accompanied, right, with his toilet girl. <laughs> he, okay, yes, spunky toilet girl mission. Uh, is he's vows Shaggy counterpart. He at some point joined a nice gang on Terrace called the Hidden Becks. Uh, you have to rescue him from the rack ghoul infested sewers of Terrace. Yeah, I'm still not there yet. By the way, I'm stuck in like the cantina or whatever on the. Like it's the it's level. the same planet, so you're in. Yeah, luck. yeah, I know. I'll get there eventually. He's got dope swords. Uh, you can visit his, let's see, uh, his homeworld of Kashik, and have to settle a dispute uh, between his family members, and there's a lot of Shriwook. Yay for that. Uh, I mean, then- like, the holiday special has nothing on this. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, then you learn that, that he is the exiled son of the chieftain, Freyr. His brother, Chundar which is the Wookiee <laughs> equivalent of Chad, uh, works with slavers. It's t- so, he's, he's such a Chad. Chundar is such a Chad. I'm sure. And so Zalbar tried to bring the issue to his father, which led to a fight, and oh. he attacked his father with his bear claws. I thought he was a Wookiee. <laughs> uh, which is, of course, a, oh. a Wookiee no-no. <laughs> Uh, His bear claws, I just got that. (laughs) 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 I wrote this and I just got that. (laughs) There's a lot more to the story, including a secret mission to the Shadowlands, a ceremonial blade, and a Wookiee rebellion. Oh my gosh. So, inerrantly, a light side Wookiee, though there is a dark side path you can take with him, including killing his father, turning Kashyyyk over to the slavers, Uh. and choking his bestie, Mission Vow to Death. If you do that, Zalbar eventually turns on you. He also notoriously has bad breath, and his friends call him Big Z, which I think I have his figure. Let me grab it. I've got it. I've got it right here, ready to go. Yeah, I thought about this while you were talking. I wrote these notes earlier this week, and just now I remembered that this exists. Yes, there is a Gaming Greats Hasbro Black Series Zalbar figure... And yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. I like want to take him out and pose him fighting off against, like, uh, Oppo Rancisis or something stupid like that. Nice. But he's a great and absolutely fantastic Legends Wookiee. Such a, as you read there, I mean, barely scratched the surface. See what I did there? Uh. Um, it, one of the most well-fleshed out story arcs of a Wookiee in all of Star Wars canon or Legends. Nice. And then there was a sequel. If If... These were Taylor Swift albums. Uh, Here we go. Zalbar Mm -hmm. would be 1989, and then Hanhar from KOTOR 2 would be Reputation. It's the dark (laughs) and edgy sequel to Zalbar. Can we talk about that for a second? Sure. Have I mentioned uh, I don't really like Taylor Swift? Uh Uh-oh.
2: No, you cannot. Oz, I would love to hear your take on Hanhar. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
3: I got I to gotta explain. Um,
2: we're going to, okay.
3: She went to my Crosstown Rival High School. Uh, uh Jessica what? uh, was a few years younger than her, but she has a yearbook that she's in that Taylor's also in. And when she graduated, she didn't graduate from the school. She was uh homeschooled by the time she graduated. Taylor, that is. That explains uh, everything. She was homeschooled. At the end, at the end. <laughs> she, weren't she you homeschooled, Oz? No, I'm not, <laughs> but. Oh, I'm, oh, okay, okay. That's. Sort of a weird
4: accidental insult, I think. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah.
3: It is you seem like you're
4: homeschooled.
3: <laughs> anyway, whenever she made it big, when Jessica was a senior in high school, her whole like fine arts department was invited to the CMA, CMAs to go watch her like sweep the place that first time in 2009 or 10, whatever that was. Wow. And uh, so I was super jealous because I was at the other school across the town. Then after all that happened, Taylor Swift donates like $20,000 to renovate the high school auditorium. And my school is just out there in the dumps. Also, Taylor was never a good singer in high school. Never made select choir, and my wife did. So hey, saying, so you're saying like, your wife is a better singer than Taylor Swift? Different. It's a different kind <laughs> of singing because she doesn't really sing. She just kind of talks, and you know. Has I love
4: song. Rick. Yeah. That,
2: you got teeth. What in the world? Yeah. Did your yeah, I mean, Did my, your
4: wife just break Ticketmaster
3: though? Because Taylor did. <laughs> oh. I I love nice. that we can add. Uh, your high school rick to the dozens of things people that taylor swift has dumped over the years <laughs> oh that's another thing is like all those people she wrote songs about people in our hometown knew like wow. drew's in the yearbook too you know like all that stuff yeah and she went to the catholic high school for a music video and not any of the public schools okay different yeah all right oh, well wow. on there.
4: i think during this next section rick's gonna go grab the yearbook to bring and show to i'm sure he say. is
3: I'll have to find it. I now, it I is. love that you had like a whole anecdote to my spur of the moment yeah. analogy. I've which been holding totally it works.
4: It was a that solid was. analogy. I'll give you that and very timely because yes. she's in the. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. So
3: there's Zalbar, the light side, nice, good boy Wookiee, who <laughs> even if you like force him to do naughty things, he turns yeah, stop on you. That word, and like he yeah. wants yeah, to. Right? Okay, <laughs> bad things. That's not as creative of a vocabulary mm, word, nor He's, suggestive. It's not a and freddie says we're gonna rename the show "Legends swift back which <laughs> i love would totally do and so freddie you remember that time that on april fool's day we pretended like the show was about pokemon and we talked about it for a solid 15 minutes <laughs> that was that was fun all right um and then in kotor 2 he gets like an analogous dark side wookiee who said who said they wanted this one emily yeah.
2: I said I wanted it, but I, I kind of take it back because okay. I love these descriptions. You get quite saucy, and I want to I want to see Oz's take on all of these.
4: All right. Uh, yeah, we've got Hanhar uh, from KOTOR 2. Uh, this is our first look at a dark side Wookiee. Look at that badass. Um, it's, we don't say that on this show. Oh, <laughs> ooh, look at that. Wrong show. <laughs> look at that bad booty.
1: That's
4: um, so much worse. Uh so much worse. Yeah, it's our first Somehow. look at a, at a, a bad Wookie. Uh, this guy <laughs> walked so Black Karstan could run. Um, you get to either oh. you, get, you get to either choose Hanhar uh, for the dark side or Mira for the light side on Nar Um So obviously you got to go with the cool one. Uh, Hanhar grew up roaming the forbidden ground level of Kashyyyk, aka the Shadowlands, uh, enjoying what? enjoying darkness and killing, uh, which is seen as dis- dishonorable for the Wookiees. Uh, he was rejected from his people, so instead of running away, he just killed his entire tribe.
1: Oh, my God.
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, he was then That's captured. funny. Uh, well, he was then <laughs> captured. You're um, the one laughing, Emily. I so know. It's, just... This is honestly kind of honorable, depending on how you look at it, but uh, yeah. instead of you know succumbing to a life of slavery, he just killed all the humans on the slave ship and got out to Narshada. Uh, the story gets... We're not even into it yet. It gets more twisted. <laughs> uh, after the slaughter of the slavers, he forms his own version of a life debt, uh, a sick version that Jared wrote here. Um, and it, But his life debt not is like... like sick like, in a good way. Right. Uh, it was sort of reverse of a life, life debt. He vows to just kill all humans. Um, is he the one well, who... life debt works? Is he the one who started the diversity alliance? <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But then his uh, then a hit job on a human goes wrong. Uh, Mira spared his life, which is a devastating humiliation to him because now he actually does kind of owe her a life debt, uh, and he felt that lo- that was like slavery uh, the life debt. So right. even though Mira didn't want the life debt, he's still torn between you know honoring his true Wookiee roots and wanting to murder him. It's like a real it's a, a real tough choice there. Um, <laughs> what is this? So then uh, when the player character intersects with the timeline, they get a series of choices. Uh, and there's a, a crime torture boss named G-O-T-O, or probably GoTo, uh, I, I'm yeah. guessing. Uh, I've not played this game, if that's not abundantly clear. But I'm sold on <laughs> it now. Uh, the I <laughs> mean, the plot. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot you can choose. Mostly bad things, it seems. Uh, but then Chris <laughs> the Avalon... Yeah, the the project lead for KOTOR 2, he wanted to have a story path in which you could turn the Wookiee into a dark Jedi, Uh, but Lucas said, no, there's not going to be any more Wookiee Jedi. Um, So, yeah, Jared, you put in here, no one tell Beriaga from the High Republic, Uh, because now I guess Lucas can't tell him no. Although... Uh, the another Wookiee you didn't have on your list that I wanted to see shouted out is uh, my boy Gunji from the Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Eventually George came around. A yeah, bit.
4: which is he's got the coolest lightsaber, so it's worth it. But Hanhar is where it's at. If you want, if you want a bad
3: booty Jedi mm. or Wookie, well, sorry, not a Jedi. I mean, that's some great like a light dark foil. You know, Zalbar and Hanhar. I mean, just amazing storytelling, and these are just you know, two characters out of these games and every single character lot. has an incredibly well fleshed out story like this. And that's, that's why these books, these, uh, these games are beloved. Nice. The Old Republic one and two. And, uh, if any of the developers on, from Aspire working on night's nice little Republic two for Switch are out there, still love to see that DLC, that, uh, that restored content mod waiting on it. Very excited for it.
4: Yeah. Where so, do we stand on that?
3: What's up? Yeah. So here's the thing. All right, deep rabbit hole. <laughs> the game was released incomplete. They up. rushed it. And so there's tons of restored content. Like so much more of the story that's in the game that people have dug up over the years. And for the first time ever, Aspire has said that they're gonna release the full version of Night Steel Republic 2, and they promised it in October. And it's now late November and it is uh no word from the developers. So we're we're waiting on it and excited for it. But that's all the stuff you can learn about Hanhar in the above the board version. But that's not the last Legends Wookiee from the video games. We've got one more. Emily, you're up with Jakaro.
2: Yes, Jakaro from Star Wars the Old Republic. A Wookie, not Jedi, but a bounty hunter with a droid head on his chest, apparently. Hired by the Order of Revan cult. First I'm hearing about that. Want to know more about that. But it was betrayed by the Sith and imprisoned. He was freed by Republic it- intelligence and became the sidekick to Theron Shan. His translator <laughs> droid C2D4 hangs around his neck as opposed to a belt buckle as we've seen yeah, before. Yeah, not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> C2 often smooths over the harsher language that Jacaro tends to use. He received 12 death sentences for his part in fighting against the Revenites. Hmm.
3: What, what if I told you that Jakaro single-handedly inspired Wookiee Week? Did he? Yeah.
2: He has one paragraph on this whole page, and he's the one that inspired it all. Please <laughs> tell me more. What
3: you want to do to really get a grasp of Jacaro is look him up on YouTube. So oh. the feel of the dynamic here of what we described where he has this harsh language and is like very insulting and says a lot of naughty things. And then the droid, you like read the subtitles for all the Shiriwook, right? And the Uh subtitles are like, I want to eviscerate you and your entire family and bring death upon the humans. And then the droid says, Jakaro finds that answer satisfactory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he's always it's like doing translating some
2: on a next level serious
3: <laughs> editing and censorship, and so uh shout out to Freddie for not being here with us in person tonight, but Freddie has been here with us in the chat and uh safe travels man, and also to Jacaro. Jacaro is a real one. Those are some great legends, yeah, video I mean, game savage. wookies. he yeah. does look awesome
2: droid head strapped on his chest, bad mouth and everybody gets death sentences, twelve of them.
3: And one of the things we're noticing here with a lot of the Wookiees in Legends is they're sidekicks to main characters. Mm-hmm. So, Lobaka is Jaina Solo's bestie. Um, you've got Hanhar and Mira, but that's kind of a weird, twisted relationship. And uh, There's another one. What's the other one? Chewbacca. Well, I know about Chewbacca. <laughs> Zalvar. <laughs> Zalvar is, you know, with Mission Val. This time around... Did you notice the name that you read there, Emily? Who is he a sidekick to?
2: Jakarov? what?
3: Yeah, Theron. C
2: two D four. What? What are you talking about? Theron
3: Shan. Theron Shan. Shan. Does that last name mean anything to you? I recognize it. Oh, Bastila. I've
2: heard it. Bastila Shan.
3: Oh. Ah. I'm not gonna tell you. You know what the relationship is there, but there's something. yeah mm. interesting, ah. interesting. I all got coming a, a together reference yeah Theron Chan is the main character in a Legends book The Old Republic Annihilation so that's on I know quite a few of our Legends race to the finish I think it might be what Freddy's currently reading at this yes. very moment I'm reading but Freddy's gone round, and I'm he's thinking flying. About... yeah Freddy's gone we're not we're still doing the show we've got one more Legends Wookie. Uh who's gonna take it Tyvoka. I'm not gonna take it. This is the only one I don't know anything about. (laughs) All right, I'll go for it. Go Um, for it. Thank you, Rick. Tyvoka appears in Dark Horse Star Wars issues 36 to 39. Uh, He is Plo Koon's Jedi Master. So, so much for no more Wookiee Jedi's. Yeah. Um, Presided. I guess he's before the other ones, but anyway presided over a peace summit between the Republic and the Trade Federation prior to episode one. Apparently, he had a short temper. He was blunt, but humble and modest. He possessed the power of premonition. Taivoka had a curved, handled wood hilt lightsaber. Hmm, that sounds pretty nice. I'm a knife collector, so, you know, I'm ready to see It is a cool lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't a big fan of Qui Gon Jinn. That'd be interesting Interesting. to see those two fight it out. So, a lot of good Wookiees tonight that we've talked about. Yeah, I can't wait to read that particular arc with Voka. And also, he apparently has like this Jedi superpower, which I love that the Legends comics would do this. They would give a Jedi like some new force power that nobody else ever had before. He would have like super vivid. (laughs) Force dreams, like the Force visions, hmm. and like could predict the future more, like better than other Jedi could. Yeah, I'm sure you. That's really it. helpful. And I think that the fact that Qui Gon Jinn is so much into prophecy, yeah, I that's I think that's why they butt heads. But also, Qui Gon the rules and Tyboka is like very much street I mean, shooter. He,
4: his dreams must not have been like that good, or he was just having dreams about the wrong thing cuz there's a lot of stuff around that time that he could have should have been able to see in his dreams that yeah. would have been like what uh i don't know nothing comes to mind but around the prequel <laughs> era i feel like the jedi were missing something have uh, you heard
3: the tragedy of darth plagueis the one ah uh, that's the one <laughs> he's like oh yeah i had a dream
4: about it yeah
3: well that wraps up our legends wookiee hall of fame i'm going to go ahead and guess that between the three of you most of these Barring Chewbacca and uh, Chewie's family in the holiday special, bless their hearts, were new for you guys to hear about? Yeah, I think most so. Most of them, yeah. So yeah. which which yeah. of the Legends Wookiee Hall of Fame Wookiees, why did I say it that way? Which of these Wooks would you like to learn more about? Like, which of these are you the most eager to, like, go look up a YouTube video about or uh, read a book that they're in or play the game or, or whatnot? Well, I'll say... Um... The Wookiees that I have experienced, um, Dulana and Briaga, uh and Canon, I absolutely love those characters. They're some of my favorite like characters. So I'm going to say all of them, but if I have to pick <laughs> one, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, Hanhar has mm. just got so much drama that I want to know yeah. more. Tell me more. Hanhar loves the drama, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Hanhar thinks he is the star of the Star Wars, I think. That's <laughs> for sure. His also, yeah, They're that's his wars. They're his wars. Also, uh, did you guys know that Hanhar was the namesake for Han Solo? Yeah. So
4: that's, just kidding. The, uh, I was like, that feels a lot like that feels a lot like the I'm Han Han Solo kind of moment. I'm gonna call I'm gonna call BS.
3: So take the cards. Yeah. We're <laughs> this board. is Not why true. we don't
2: believe anything you say.
3: I was sitting with that for like a good couple hours today. I was like, man, why is there a Wookiee named Han Har when one of the core Star Wars characters, ow, dang it, that hurt, uh, is named Han? And there's this evil Wookiee named Han Har. Anyway, that's just, welcome to my brain. Also, welcome to Scooma Joe's brain because he says itchy is the best Wookiee, don't at me.
2: Oh,
3: (laughs)
4: apparently
2: apparently he's got the
4: longest Wikipedia page, according to Jared.
2: I mean, apparently.
3: And browser history. There's... <laughs> There's a lot there, that's for sure. All right, Oz, which of the Legends Wookies do you want to know more about? Uh,
4: yeah, I mean, is a great choice. I feel like I just learned a lot, but apparently I, I didn't even get started. It's tough to not choose Tyvaka. Um, I'll back up real quick here. You mentioned that we probably didn't know a lot about these. As I've said, uh, I'm not a huge Legends guy. In fact, I even brought a prop, and I just hadn't had a chance to use it. I have here oh my, nice. my entire Legends collection. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sad. Which is, is uh, Tales from Masai's the Cantina, and this random... I think this was my cousin's, and he left it at our house one time when, <laughs> when, he, was, when he was a kid. This random nice. Clone Wars comic. I've actually... I've read neither of them, but I do own them. Um. I, I read some Legends comics back in the day, so I'm not completely ignorant. But uh, it's tough to not go with Tyvaka because I think just the concept of a Wookiee Jedi is so cool. And we've, like, danced around it several times. And then I guess George was like, no, that's too much. But, yeah, Gunji from The Clone Wars, who also has a wooden hilt, which I guess they stole from the comics, and then and Burry from The High Republic... So I'm hoping at some point they'll yeah. br- they'll bring one on screen. Uh, maybe in the oh. acolyte, uh, Burry could still be. A, you know, Wookiees live a long time. That's right. That'd be cool. Uh, I don't know. I would. It'd be just like that image that you pull up with him. You know, a big hairy dude with a lightsaber I who's know. just like wicked tall. That's yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that image you're talking about from the cover of uh, Young Jedi Knights lightsabers. I mean, that for me is my lifeblood. It is just I love that series i love lobaka just the idea that there's a Wookiee jedi and i don't love the diversity alliance stuff but i love everything else about L'O-Baka. yeah yeah that's, but so that, my...
4: i guess that's why i like taiwaka because you know you get that interaction with the prequel era which is is so fun because that's you know that's our childhood um yeah. a lot of us uh and yeah seeing him and liam neeson maybe liam neeson comes back
3: i don't know I've, if we're getting Ooh. wish fulfillment let's go Absolutely, absolutely. I'd love to learn more about Tybaca too, because I have not read the entire Dark Horse Republic series. Well, apparently he's just in I, four
4: issues, so he's like, it's a real one and done kind of guy. A, it's a whole
3: story arc. You well, know? sure, it's no. Like four,
4: uh, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of room to explore, I guess.
3: It's a great series, that's for sure, at least what I've read of it. And Emily, your choice for your favorite or the one you're at least the most, you know, intrigued by out of the legends Wookiee hall of fame
2: i mean y'all know how much i love revan and you know how much i love bastila so it's got to be jacaro for me Mm -hmm. i mean i i would just love to unpack revan's storyline even more so the fact that it comes with a really cool crazy sick like wookie bring it on
3: Excellent. The good news, Emily, is in order to get to Jakaro's story, you get to play the entirety of one of the storylines in Star Wars The Old Republic. It took me about a year. Um, I just finished it about this time last year. And then he's in the Shadow of Revan DLC, which is not the first of the DLC stories. It's like the fourth or fifth. So you have to play the entire story of one of the characters. And then two or three DLCs in order to get to the Shadow of Revan. So you're in for a treat. Is this a uh, a bad time to say that I'm thinking about just abandoning KOTOR and watching some YouTube videos to get the story? <laughs> I would play KOTOR. I'm Amen. not sure. To that. I honestly Start with the
2: holiday special and then go on to Swim Tour. <laughs> I honestly,
3: along. Emily, would recommend, you know, you can binge all of Jakaro's story.
2: In like I might just a good, take it to the Wook.
3: A single in, uh... fifteen no, he's you can, he's fun to like visualize okay. because you got the whole gag of the swearing and cheery wook followed by the, the droid smoothing <laughs> it over. And you can probably get all you need to know in five minutes. So there you go. Congratulations. Great. You win.
2: Takes much less time. I, I think
4: than... it's I think one of my favorite things about the vast history of of Star Wars or any universe like this, but especially legends, it's like you know, someone will have like a favorite character. It's like, oh yeah, you read all these books. No, I read their Wikipedia page, and that took me an hour. Like, that's it's still it's still a lot of reading just to get the summary. <sighs>
3: okay, Look, I'm, reading the I, Wikipedia page on a <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sound the
1: alarm. That's not what I was implying. I'm
4: not saying it's the same as reading a book. I'm just saying you hear that all, like, oh yeah, I've read that Wikipedia page because there's there's too much information. There's too many books. Those are not all Star Wars books, but let's pretend they are. That's how many there are.
3: There is nothing less interesting in the entire world than reading a long Wikipedia page.
4: They're are <laughs> too they're they're too detailed.
2: Rick and I disagree, and I'm pretty sure Oz is with us.
4: Overruled. I, I skim them usually. They're they're pretty dense.
3: They yeah, are I dense. Skim. They they can manage to take the most interesting character. <laughs> and then make it sound like it's being read by the teacher from the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> what's what's the, uh, the line we all use in high school? I just go to Wikipedia for the sources. Yeah. so uh, it's the Same uh. for, for the book for me. I'm just looking for the sources, that's
0: all. Yeah.
3: Well, Rick, I know what you're not going to be reading the Wikipedia page of, and instead you are actually reading word for word every single word of our next roundtable book on Legends Look Back. As we close out the show, tell the folks what we have coming up next. That would be <laughs> Star Wars: Galaxies, The Ruins of Dantooine. Ah, that's the one. That's right. Let's sleep on Chapter One.
4: Oz, you have to read it night. too. You're on the show.
3: Uh, yeah. I've I've read the cover enough. I mean, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like you should. Let me look at that. Yeah, I don't, don't want to look. At what that. if I told you it's pretty good? The, okay, the prologue was really good. I was intrigued. I wanted to know more. Then, like the first sentence of the first chapter. Um, Musk, save s- it for the show. Yeah, save, it save, for it. The save, it. save it for the round table. When is that round table? Excuse me. When is that round table? Roundtable we have not set it in stone, but we are shooting for mid-December. So, you got I'm I'm trying to be flexible cuz I do know it's the holidays. I do know that it's not necessarily like top of the list. Book. But the good news is it's only 286 pages. Yeah, we can do it. And apparently there's an ad back there? Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, very excited about that. What else are you excited about next week? I'm excited because next Thursday, we will not have a show. Why next not? Thursday, instead, we will be celebrating American Thanksgiving. Oh, American Thanksgiving. Let's go. American Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm trying not to be like, Atlanta. you know, too ethnocentric. Because we do have a good contingent of international listeners, especially Canadian. Hey, they can do they count as international? Yes, yeah, totally. They, they have a different Thanksgiving. They do, which we learned is early October. So Oh, so they already Sorry. had their fun. Yeah, they already did. They they're ready for the show. But we're we not have so life day, we're, though. we're taking next week off. And happy life day to all yes. and to all a good night. That does it for this week. Thanks for joining <laughs> us for Legends Look Back. Thank you to our incredible patrons for your support. A special thank you to our Jedi High Council, Brian Julie Earl, Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander. And our Alliance High Command, Ashley Ingalls, Elizabeth Cloutier, Sally, and Chris Eilerson. And, of course, to our special guest on this episode, the Wookiee robe-clad Oz Davis. Remember to sub to this (laughs) channel and leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice. If you'd like your thoughts read on the show, you can find our contact information in the description below. Or we're on Twitter at Legends Look Back. Remember to keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. Also
4: hey (laughs) thanks for having me
1: guys
0: (laughs) good night this is a utini broadcast